Well, happy new year, listeners of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 294 and it's the second of our recap, replay episodes, as we recount the best episodes of 2023 of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. But as I said, happy new year, 2024 has kicked off and I hope that you have enjoyed some break of some sort over this period and you're looking forward to an amazing 2024 for your business, for your whatever it is that you do in the world of video marketing and video strategy. And definitely stick around with this podcast because there's a lot of great episodes to come as we continue to grow and develop in confidence as video strategists. So in this second recap replay episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast's best of for 2023, I'm going to take you back to episode 275. Now, I believe that 2023 really was the year of short form video really taking off. So TikTok and, and Instagram reels and even Facebook reels really are, you know, a viable and powerful business tool for, for businesses in a video strategy throughout 2023. And I imagine it will continue into 2024. Um, so this episode 275 was definitely a, a bit of a game changer episode for those of you who are executing in short form video strategies for your clients. My guest in this episode was Austin Armstrong and Austin has absolutely figured out the short form video game. And it was for that reason that it was actually our most downloaded episode of 2023. So throughout this year, Last year, 2023, I've absolutely embraced short form video content myself. It's something that I definitely want to do more of in 2024. And it's definitely something that we've embraced for our clients as well. So many of the video strategies that we're executing for our clients involve delivering content for vertical video, for reels, you know, with dynamic burnt in captions and so on and so forth. So some of the hacks that, um, that Austin shared in this episode, I think are are really important for us to start to understand and embrace as we help our clients execute effectively using short form video as we move into 2024. So this is a replay episode, a replay of the full episode, which was uh, first released back in uh, episode 275. But here we go. Let's uh, reintroduce you to Austin Armstrong as we learn more about short form video. I converted my personal profile uh, into professional mode. This is not a business page. This is my personal profile that I converted. And so in the last 10 months, it went from 5,000 to 827,000 and it's still growing really rapidly. How would you like to double, triple, quadruple the revenue in your business? Well, my guest today did just that, mostly thanks to Reels. Yep, short form vertical video is an increasingly powerful content type and the businesses that are embracing it are crushing it. Let's find out more. G'day and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast where I help you grow as a confident video strategist. And it's episodes like this one today that fire me up as there's so much gold coming your way over the next little while that you don't wanna go anywhere. A quick reminder as well that this podcast is now going out via YouTube at engagevideomarketing.com slash YouTube and as usual on all your podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and more. So wherever you're tuning in from, be sure to subscribe, follow and connect with me to share your feedback on this episode. So I was first introduced to my guest today when he was mentioned as a case study during the opening keynote at Social Media Marketing World 2023. And it was his, his massive success on Facebook Reels in particular that piqued my interest. And so I've invited him on the show today to share more. And be sure to watch to the, to the end. 
and be sure to watch to the end because he shares a Reels engagement hack that it's kind of nuts and I know you'll want to adapt this for your own videos when you hear it. Okay, so Austin Armstrong is a lifelong digital marketer, public speaker, host of the TikTok podcast, Business Talk, CEO of Socialty Pro, an organic SEO and vertical video marketing agency, and CEO of Syllabi, a brand new marketing tool that helps business owners create social media content strategies in minutes. And Austin has posted over 2,500 videos on TikTok, tripling his own business's revenue and thousands more across his clients' accounts. Austin has leveraged his success on TikTok to gain millions of followers across every social media platform. And let me tell you, his journey and willingness to share what he's learned along the way is incredible. So enough from me, let's jump right into the interview with Austin Armstrong. Hey, hey, Austin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here, mate. Ben, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time and and you joining me here for our listeners on the podcast here today. Um, you first came to my attention. Uh, you're actually mentioned in the the keynote of Social Media Marketing World um, with Mike Stelzner, the CEO of Social Media um, Examiner, and he, he kind of used you as a bit of a case study about the rise of short form video, particularly on Facebook Reels and. And that has prompted so much for me as a video strategist as we've kind of gone gone on from there. So it's a great opportunity to bring you on the show and, and talk about that, but also talk about some other awesome stuff you've going on in the world of AI. And this is going to be a fantastic conversation, so I'm really looking forward to it. Before yeah. we get into some of that stuff, though, I'd love to for you to just share a little bit about, well, really what led you into into starting your agency in the first place? Like, where did that come from? Yeah, so I've been doing social media marketing for most of my life, uh, over 18 years at this point. So I, I actually started when I was 14 years old on MySpace uh, of all platforms. I just got bit by that bug, uh, figured out very early on, very happenstance of how to um, gain a large following online and uh, I, I've more or less been doing it ever since. Now fast forward to uh, about eight years ago, uh, I moved out to California and uh, stumbled into an internship at a video marketing agency and uh, they really specialize in the behavioral health space, uh, drug and alcohol treatment centers, therapists, psychologists, behavioral health experts. And I really loved that. I really loved working with, with those professionals. I loved everything that went into video marketing. Uh, we were very YouTube first. Uh, it, was, it was an interesting business model that ultimately didn't work out. Uh, but it was fascinating and we did so much video. We did, um, uh, we had a daily uh, four hour long live stream uh, bringing on large guests. It was just a, f a wonderful, fascinating experience to grow with it. And and that really uh, changed the trajectory of, of my life. So um, I went from uh, unpaid intern uh, to part-time uh, in or to paid intern to part-time employee to a full-time employee. Uh, and that led me to being uh, ultimately head of uh, digital marketing for several uh, businesses, drug and alcohol treatment centers mostly. And then four years ago, uh, I started my agency with my boss. Uh, from that that internship, so he's been uh, a mentor to me and and has been a, a wonderful asset uh, to my life. And so while while that was a uh, a failure from a business model perspective, we took the lessons that we learned from that 
and and really started this uh, Socialty Pro, the full service organic focused social media marketing agency about four years ago. And, uh, and it's been, it's been phenomenal. Um, and I really went full time, uh, about three years ago now. So I guess two and a half, three years ago now. Um, yeah, so it was in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, the agency was very much, a, a part-time side hustle that we were, you know, I was just growing as, as a extra hours, uh, early mornings, late nights type of thing. And, uh, I had gotten fired from my job. Uh, and so <laughs> I was faced with this decision in the middle of the pandemic. Do I bet on myself and, and go all in on this, on this agency and, and, you know, lean into entrepreneurship and see what I'm made of, or do I try and find a job in the middle of the pandemic, uh, entirely remote side note here about me. I don't have any college degree because I went this internship route school wasn't my path. And so I talked to my wife, I talked to my business partner, and it was a pretty clear decision to to bet on myself and and to try and go all in. And that was the best decision that I, I could have made. And um, since has been an absolute whirlwind, and I'm just getting started, but it's been a wonderful journey. Yeah, incredible journey. And well done on taking that step. You know, it's not an easy step to step out from potential safety, but I think the pandemic probably pushed a lot of people into places they hadn't considered moving before. Mm -hmm. So th that's really cool. So tell me today with Socialty Pro, uh, you, you mentioned it's an organic uh, social media marketing agency. So what's the core of what you do and, and, and who do you serve within your agency? Yeah, we mostly work with service-based businesses. Uh, we still have a strong emphasis in the behavioral health space, so we work a lot with drug and alcohol treatment centers, doctors, psychologists, um, therapists, uh, group practices. But we've also worked with uh, many medical doctors in, in different areas of practice, lawyers, um, any uh, backyard um, uh pond builder, <laughs> you, you name it, you offer a service. That's, that's really our area of expertise. And, uh, we are entirely organic focused. Uh, we have an SEO side of the agency. So full service content writing, content strategy, link building, implementation, local SEO. And then we have the social media, uh, arm as well, which really came later. I mean, we, we really focused heavily on, uh, SEO at the beginning and, and, uh, YouTube, for the, the social media and video component. Uh, but I leverage TikTok as a lead generation platform for our SEO side of business. And it worked so well. It, it got so many clients. I started to gain uh, a sizable following on there that other businesses started to reach out and, and ask if, if we could help them uh, with their TikTok, with their uh social media and vertical video content strategy. And that has become so successful that that is 90% of our clients now is just organic focused on short form vertical video content strategy, uh, because that's where the market's gone. You know, TikTok really came and, and blew everything out of the water and, and forced change. And so all of these other platforms follow suit after YouTube shorts rolled out, Instagram reels rolled out, Facebook reels rolled out. Uh, and it, it's 
all of these platforms have really embraced this format. And so it, it's been a, a great opportunity to be a thought leader in that space and, and develop us as one of the leading uh, experts and agencies in short form vertical video marketing. So I love, I love that focus on short form vertical. And so to take me back to when, when you started using TikTok to promote your agency, how were you feeling in the early stages there? Were you like, meh, new platform, possible opportunity. I'm just going to give it a crack and see like what, or were you being really strategic? Like I'm going to do this and it's going to lead to this. Like what was your thought process at the start? Like, did you think it would actually drive yeah. results for your agency? I, you know, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody, anyone really knew. Uh, so I'm a big Gary V fan. Uh, and you know, I had bought crushing it when that, when, that, when that book came out, follow up to, to crush it. Awesome book series. And uh, I'd been listening to Gary's podcast and everything for a long time. And he was shoving this down our throats for a while. You got to get on TikTok. It's going to be the hottest new platform. It's the biggest thing, you know? And I said, you know, I, I said, fine, Gary, I'll get on this thing and see what it's all about. And I, I procrastinated it a little while. And this was, um, 2019. Yeah. October of 2019, uh, is when I posted my first video. And I know that cause I've looked back a couple times. Um, I thought I was late at the time, <laughs> three years, three years ago, three and a half years ago. I thought I was late to the platform. Uh, yeah, but, but not, but you I were actually up, early. Yeah. Very early. And it, I still think it's early here. We are three and a half years later, but, right. um, I had no direction when I first got started. Uh, I think I, I was just doing random content, uh, trying to figure it out. I think I spent the first couple weeks actually just observing. Uh, I don't think I posted anything. I think I I was just scrolling through and, and just learning the platform a little bit and seeing what it was all about, seeing what the hype was about. And then I started to get the courage and, and, and learn how the app works a little bit and started posting some stuff. And it wasn't all business at first. It was, you know, uh, trying trends, trying uh, cat videos. <laughs> Uh, a little bit of uh, uh, sharing useful websites and, and sharing digital marketing tips. And there was no cohesion on my platform whatsoever. Did you do any <laughs> and dancing? And so I, I, unfortunately, I did try a couple dances. Nobody wants to see that. They completely flopped. And, I'm going to uh, go and find and them. And so, you know, I did, I did that for maybe a month or so and gained like so such little traction. And, uh, but I, I, I still thought there was some sort of opportunity here. And I, I always give credit where credit's due. Um, there, I, I had saw, uh, a webinar come up from Rachel Peterson, who's still very active on the platform. I don't know if you know who Rachel is. She's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I attended her, her webinar on how to use TikTok for business and something in that webinar really clicked for me. Uh, and, and her approach uh, to finding relevant hashtags and applying that to the services that you offer uh, really resonated with me as an SEO. And I said, oh, this makes so much sense. Just create content around what people are searching for. This makes so much sense on this platform. And after that webinar, I gave myself an ultimatum and I said, I'm going to only talk about the products and services 
that I offer for 30 days straight. I'm going to create one video a day, every single day. And if I don't get any sense of traction after doing this for 30 days, maybe this is not the platform for me. And I'll try, you know, maybe I'll stick with it, but I'll try something else. I'm going to put my energy to something else. And when you commit and give yourself a time limit like that, magic starts to happen. And it just worked. It started to click. Uh, one video had popped after doing that for a, a short period of time. And all of these questions uh, in the comments started coming in and followers started to come in. And I immediately started to do video responses to every single comment to really build that trust and, and rapport with the audience. And that really e exploded the account early on. Uh, and I, I've just never stopped in the last three and a half years. I said, there's, there's something here. I'm going to continue with this and I'm going to continue with it as long as I can go, as far as I can go. And it's really carried me to where I am today. And are you still at a daily frequency, like po posting one or more a day? Like what's your frequency now on TikTok? Yeah, at a, at a minimum one per day uh, that I've, I've become quite busy, which is a, a good problem to have. Uh, I, I'm at that state where if I don't create, I feel bad. So I, I have to create or I'll just re like if I'm out of town or uh, on vacation or on a work trip or speaking out of town or something and I don't feel creative or I'm sick, uh, I'll just repost an older video. I'll download it and repost it for that consistency. But I, I have to post something every single day. Uh, and so sometimes it's more than that. Sometimes it's two, three, four videos a day if I'm really feeling creative and I have the time. But at a very minimum, it's daily content. Absolutely. This is, this is the consistency muscle I've built and I, I will continue it as long as I can. Now I've got to imagine that to be consistent and to continue with that focus on short form and TikTok, particularly, um, over that period of time is it's getting results for you, right? So obviously you, you're growing that channel, you're, you're growing that follower base on, on that, that platform, but how is that translating into, business for your agency, for example. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been phenomenal. So from the agency over the last three and a half years, uh, really the last two and a half years, uh, we've done just shy of $2 million in revenue. And that's largely from TikTok. Um, lately I've had, you know, the last 10 months I, I've, I've had a, a significant, uh, growth on, on all of the other social media platforms, which has impacted that as well. Uh, but yeah, tr tremendously. And it, and it's, it, it's simple. It's just creating content around the wants, needs, and desires of who you are trying to reach, showcasing the services, educating around your expertise, showing that you have the results to back up what you're talking about, showing case studies, showing happy clients, showing examples, going on live and answering those questions in real time and continuing to just show up every single day, providing as much value as you can and making it really easy for them to contact you. So in your bio on TikTok or whatever social media platform, really clearly just who you are, who you serve, what you do, here's a call to action link to schedule a call with me. And it's surprisingly easy. And so many people think it's just top of funnel and fine, but it can be so much more than that. 
and I, you know, say what you will about TikTok. I have personally generated so much business from it. You can uh, deny it or laugh all you want. Uh, I'm still collecting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, there's no doubt. And is that how you're attributing those results through that, through that link in, in the bio? So you're, you're tracking oh, yeah. activity through that link. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. We've never spent a, I've never spent a dollar on advertising, uh, actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm so stubborn about organic content creation, uh, almost to a fault. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, uh, so I, I use uh, Stan uh, right now, which is a LinkedIn bio tool, but I just drive all of my traffic to that. Uh, I get individual, I get uh, inbound traffic analytics so I can see how much traffic came from TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, etc. How many people click on that schedule call with me link, and then I have a questionnaire on the actual Calendly link, which is which is what I use for my booking, and then I sell on the calls. It's a funnel that's worked Amazing. really well. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thanks for sharing that, and I'm interested. You know, yeah. you have an agency behind you of of some form. I'm not sure of the size of the agency, but when it comes to creating content, you know, vertical content in this style tiktok style or reels or other platform style um how are you how are you going about the production on a consistent basis are you are you doing this all yourself or are you plugging in a team behind you to do that so uh for myself it's it's me uh for our clients we have a full team uh so we have we have 10 employees right now uh dedicated account managers uh content strategists dedicated success managers editors the whole nine yards, uh, and that's what we plug all clients into, and they've been personally trained by me. Uh, my content creation is is my uh, artistic creativity flow, uh, and so I have never yeah. handed that off to anybody. In fact, nobody has access to any of my social media accounts except for me, and I probably could or should hand that off, but I just like doing it so much. I've hired for all of the other things in my life and, and all of the other jobs and tasks and duties so that all I need to do and all I can do is create because that's all I want to do <laughs> is create content. Yeah. So yeah, from uh, every, every day I, I loosely storyboard the content, I shoot the content, I edit it all on my phone, I post it uh, natively on every app myself. Yeah. And I imagine it's a great maintaining the control of that on your own channels is a great opportunity for you as a strategist as well to experiment, to play, to try things that maybe oh, yeah. you can, if they, if they work, you can then you know, train your team or roll them out for your clients as well. So yeah. I think that's, uh, that's a really good way to approach yeah, it. Yeah. 100%. You mentioned there, it, it, yeah, go ahead. It gives me a hand on the pulse a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You mentioned there posting, natively into individual apps. So um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're producing, you know, one short form vertical video on a particular platform or using a particular piece of software. Maybe you can share what that is, but then you're taking that same piece and you're putting it into all of the vertical platforms, into Facebook Reels, yep. into Instagram Reels, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, mm -hmm. I assume, and you're doing that all natively. Can you walk us through your process? Are you creating in one app? and then repurposing in, in many? Yeah, so uh, great question. Uh, so I edit everything in CapCut. Uh, wonderful, 
very powerful editing app on, on yeah. your phone. And in fact, I'm just on the free plan. I don't even pay for it. <laughs> so there's literally no excuses anymore, people. It's just such a powerful free app. Uh, but yeah, I edit yeah. everything in CapCut. And then I will natively upload that video onto each platform. Uh, I've anecdotally found I, my sort of belief is that the platforms prefer native uploading to scheduled uh, third-party softwares. But, you know, it, it's still better to use a scheduling software than to not post. So it depends on your on your time allocation for that. But yeah, so I will upload natively to uh, TikTok. Uh, and I'll add background music there if needed. I will add uh, any sort of like um, uh, thumbnail text on that. And then just for YouTube, because I don't like uh, the YouTube short editor, I will download the TikTok video, uh, watermark for using snaptick.com, and post that to YouTube shorts, uh, the edited TikTok version. But then specifically on Facebook Reels and specifically on Instagram Reels, I will upload that same raw file from CapCut and add in background music um, or any any other filters or anything that I need to uh, natively in the app. Right. So just to clarify that in case our listeners missed that, you're, you're creating, I guess, the, the base storyline of your video in, in CapCut. And then you're downloading mm -hmm. that file to your phone and then uploading that natively to the, the Reels creator, the Reels editor tool or the TikTok video editor. And then you're adding in additional platform native filters, text, music, that sort of stuff is, is going to be unique to the platform. An extra step, but are you seeing that that is making a difference as far as it then the platform believes it's being created within its own ecosystem? Is that the thought process there? Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Because personally, you know, for myself, I've been since being inspired at social media marketing world, I've been deliberately making a point to post or upload directly to Facebook reels using the Facebook mm -hmm. platform and app, um, which I hadn't really yeah. been paying much attention to before. And it's been working really well as far as my Facebook reels engagement Good. Um, you know, is, is, is going really well, but I, I have been, and maybe it's a shortcut, which I shouldn't be doing is, is ticking that little checkbox that says also post to Instagram. And I've been noticing that the reels on Instagram that are being pushed through from Facebook are just, it's going nowhere. So yeah. I so I, I guess that's a fair, that's one of, yeah, that's one of the biggest misconceptions I think, or, or opportunities that's being looked over, um, for Facebook Reels is that people are just checking that box when they upload an Instagram Reels, also share it to Facebook Reels. You're missing out on a massive opportunity. Take the extra 10 minutes and go on the Facebook app and natively upload that as a Reel through their platform because you're going to reach far more people. Yeah, well, and exactly. And, and what I'm talking about there is the reverse as well because uh, I'm right, uploading sure. to Facebook Reels and ticking that box to shoot it back the other way and it's I'm getting that same response. So I think what, what yeah. you're saying there, which I'm, uh, I hope our listeners are, are taking on board here, is, is to go that even one step further than that and to look at adding some native elements, you know, via the video editing um, tool within those Reels publishing platforms that are unique to those platforms as well. So... You know, that's something I haven't tried before. So I've just been, just been creating in, 
in a third-party tool and uploading it without adding anything extra. So that's uh, that's got me thinking. So I'm gonna I might change what I'm doing. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, try. It's all about experimentation, finding out yeah, what works absolutely. best for you, and doubling down on what works. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about that um, that that rise off TikTok. So you started on TikTok. You, you realize there's some traction here to be made for my agency. I'm getting results when it comes to vertical short form video um, in this in this style. And at that stage, I guess earlier on, you were just going, I'm just going to post the same content to you know Instagram Reels and Facebook Reels because I've already got it right. But then mm-hmm. you, you started to see traction you mentioned before more and more traction on other platforms as well so what's that journey been for you and, and what's that look like now I mean I just checked before we jumped on here and on Facebook alone you've got 827,000 followers I don't know how that compares to your TikTok but you know that's for Facebook that's pretty cool yeah fa- uh, Facebook's actually now my number one platform uh, which is absolutely crazy it? to me <laughs> Because uh, it was it was TikTok for years, and uh, the the growth on Facebook has has really just been in ten months. Uh, it's uh, I went from five thousand uh, connections, uh, which is just friends and family. And the, a key um, difference here, by the way, is I converted my personal profile uh, into professional mode. This is not a business page. This is my personal profile that I converted. And so in the last 10 months, it went from 5,000 to 827,000, and it's still growing really rapidly. Um, the Some of the key differences is I was just dumping all of my content from TikTok over to these other platforms kind of without purpose, just duplicate content, dump it, here you go. I was the just the TikTok guy uh, for, for a, a while. And I didn't want to just be the TikTok guy. Uh, and I, you know, I, I, it's so dangerous to put all your eggs in one basket on one platform. And point proven, my TikTok account has gotten banned twice. I've got it restored twice, but it was in quotes for the listeners, permanently banned <laughs> twice. It was ridiculous. If I was only on TikTok, I would be screwed. My entire lead generation, uh, platform would be gone. And so I never want to be put in a corner like that where I'm just so fragile, you know? And so I was just dumping all of this content and it wasn't really working. Uh, There was no, you know, while while the content was working on TikTok, just everything and anything wasn't working on all these other platforms. So I had to focus on really understanding the finesse of each platform and the cadence of each platform, opt- little optimization things, and really just focusing not on posting every video, but being selective of what videos that I chose. And so I, I, it also around the same time, and this really rapid growth has, has only happened over the last 10 months, really, uh, but I sh- I shifted my content strategy to 90% sharing useful websites for uh, and AI websites for business owners and entrepreneurs. And that was a long-winded strategy uh, to eventually promote my tool, Syllabi. Uh, but, but I changed the delivery 
of the of that content as well. And so rather than just me sharing useful websites, I adopted a very popular style of content, which is this conversation style where you're cutting back and forth between talking to yourself in different outfits, but communicating educational content. And so I took a proven winning style before and applied my content strategy to it and created something fresh and something new that people really hadn't seen before, but was still relatable because that's a proven winning formula. And when I switched to that format, it worked really well across the board. And so I just sort of doubled down on that. And so now most of my content is just that conversational style of talking about useful websites for business owners and, and entrepreneurs. And I talk a lot about different AI tools and AI websites that have come out. And that along with some engagement hacks uh, that I've snuck into my content as well, uh, which we, I'm happy to talk about if you want. Uh, I, I figured out how to sort of manipulate and, and game engagement on the content. So between those two things, it's just been a astronomical uh, growth over the last 10 months. Yeah. Well, so much in that that I want to dive into. Um, you know, I think first of all, uh, I'd love to just highlight what you said there around around taking something or trying something that is already working on the platform, which is this style of, of video delivery of, you know, playing two characters, but you're the same person and cutting back and forth that, that you feel that you can achieve, right? Which, you know, obviously it's something that doesn't require someone else. You know, you can do it yourself. You can achieve yeah. it fairly easily, just editing in app and things like that, but also then putting your layer of content, your approach, your niche on top of that, I think is, is something that's really smart and obviously you don't know what's going to work but then the second yeah. part I wanted to highlight is is when you when it did work when you saw that that was taking off you doubled down on that you didn't go okay well that worked let's just try another thing and see if I can get something else to work <laughs> right. instead you went this works right and you did you say 90% of what you do now is basically that same yeah recipe yeah yeah why, why switch if it's still working yeah well, Double down I mean, and, until it, it becomes, you know, it, until I need to innovate again. But you know, it's still working. So that's a lesson in and of itself. Is if it if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know. So um, and obviously it's working for you, which is which is incredible. So um, I want to talk about these engagement hacks. You talked about that, and I think we can't let that one go. So so tell me, can you share? You know, what what are some of these hacks that you're doing yeah. to kind of keep people engaged or keep them rewatching and and so on? Yeah, so I, I sort of uh, stumbled upon the fact that it's uh, it's easier to get negative engagement on posts than it is to get positive engagement on, on posts. And, and think about this, right? Because uh, if you accidentally make an error in anything that you do or anything that you post, uh, what happens? People run to the comments to correct you, right? To point out yes. your flaws, to assert their egos, the trolls, right? There's always trolls when it comes to creating content. It's the nature of the game. If you're self-conscious about something, they'll find it, they'll latch onto it, and they'll they'll bring it up, right? And so, you know, I came to realize, in addition to that, that the platforms don't care if the engagement is positive or negative. They just want 
more engagement, right? And so I said, hmm, let me try something. And so I started to troll the trolls. And so I will mispronounce words on purpose in my videos. I'll share a website as an example. I, I bring up this example all the time, but answersocrates.com. And I'll just casually say answersocrates.com. And that always pisses, pisses people, people off. off. I, I've done that. I've shown that same website 50 times. Every single time I do the same little gimmick. I, I mispronounce it on purpose. And without a doubt, tons, 30, 40 comments come in saying Socrates. They'll, they'll phonetically spell it out in, in the comments. Uh, or I will, uh, so I'm sharing a lot of useful websites and right below the website, I will plant a little folder that says something like, uh, right now, for instance, I have Hillary Clinton, N-U-D dot, 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 and I just leave it cut off. And so I don't mention it, but it's there in, in clear sight, very visible, or I'll put like how to hide a dead body, like below it or something, you know? Yeah. Hunter Biden uh, laptop files. Something <laughs> you that you know really? is going to spark people. Something, in, yeah. yeah. Something that's going to cause people to be like, what? <laughs> what did yeah. I just see? Are we going to talk about this thing? And so what does that do? It, it forces people to, to rewatch the video to make sure that they saw that thing there, right? Increasing your watch duration of, of your video. And then they run to the comments to assert their ego and and point out and, and make fun of you. Try and make fun of you. Uh, you know, correct your, your spelling error, point out this weird thing that they think was an accident that you that you have in, in your folder, or I'll mess up my hair, or I'll make my glasses all weird, or, or something, right? Just so that they will come to the comments and, and assert themselves. And... You know, you don't need to to take it as an as an extreme that I do, but you know, there's a there's a great concept in this strategy about planting Easter eggs in your content that becomes an inside joke for your audience, your true fans, right? And so what you're ultimately doing is you're leveraging the trolls to elevate your content and bring in your loyal fans on an inside joke. So what this does is when anybody runs to the comments to point out, you know, one of the the webs the folders that I have or you know, correct a spelling on something, people will, you know, it'll create comment strings and someone will say, you know, I thought I was the only one to see this. Let's talk about this. It gets a bunch of upvotes and stuff. But the the fans come and know that it's a joke, right? The the regular attendees. So now they look for it. And they, they'll respond back like, ha, he gotcha, or like first time here, huh? Because they're in on that insider joke. And that is a really powerful psychological strategy that you can implement in your in your content to increase engagement and build that loyal trust with your with your true fans. Man, I love that. And I love how strategic you're being about something that seems so unstrategic, you know, effectively. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that same engagement um, hack in other places. And I think, you know, being a video strategist, I, I tend to, to notice that and I tend to know that I'm being hacked in that way. Um, not always. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I've definitely fallen for it. But, um, 
Yeah, I love that that idea that it's actually prompting that engagement. My question to you, though, because you, you do work with, you know, you, obviously this works for your own um, brand, your own content, um, and you, you've, you've found that balance in it and what works for you. How, how would you apply this or, or how do you feel that businesses can apply this when they're using this style of content for for a business when there probably is a little bit more hesitation in uh, yeah. you know, some of these tactics. Do you understand where I'm going yeah. with that? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And you have to lean into your comfort level on this stuff. So, you know, I've, I've talked a lot with, uh, I'll give you one example that, that we've actually done with a client, but, um, I I've also talked to a lot of real estate agents. And so, you know, I've, I've, I've come up with a lot of ideas for them in particular, but, you know, it could be just something as simple as when you're doing a, a house tour, which is a very common style of, of video for real realtors. What $500,000 can get you in Dallas, Texas, for instance, right? And sure. so if you just do something really silly like um, having someone dress up in a Bigfoot costume and just without notice, they just, you know, walk through the backyard in a really funny way right? It's going to yeah. cause people to run to the comments and be like, did anyone else see Bigfoot? What's up with that weird ape or something in the comment, right? Or, you know, you can do a recurring thing. Like I, I was chatting with another guy uh, and he has this little stuffed animal dog uh, called Wolfie, I think its name was, right? And so I was chatting with him. We were talking through ideas and, and you know, what we came up with was uh, – you know, where's Wolfie in every video, like, uh, like an elf on a shelf type thing. And every video Wolfie's going to be in a different weird area or something. Right. And so he can encourage that regular engagement with his fans to run to the comments and say, Oh, I found Wolfie. Like he's in the, you know, he's in the bookshelf or something like that. Right. Like that's a, that's a great way. And a really funny example. We, we have one client that it's got a, he's got a great sense of humor too. And so he he buys and sells like gold and diamonds and and jewelry and melts it down and sells it for more and, and stuff. And so he had a bag of <laughs> gold teeth uh, from deceased people. Gold, you can yes, buy you these gold teeth and melt the you know gold out of it and sell it for a lot of money. Uh, and so he he. <laughs> Growing a video business can be hard, and I reckon one of the things that makes the game of business even harder is when you're going it alone. This is why I set up the Strategy Board Mastermind program, and I want to invite you to join us. The Strategy Board is a high-impact, collaborative 12-month paid group program specifically for the owners of established video strategy and production businesses who desire further skills, tools, inspiration, and guidance to achieve their goals. It's delivered in a controlled and facilitated discussion around growth and expansion of each business across the duration of the program. The strategy board is designed specifically for video strategists or video business owners who are actually in business and doing it and want to just do it better. The program consists of quarterly virtual board meetings as well as monthly mastermind sessions. And alongside the other members of your board, you get direct coaching and support from me as together we hit targets and grow your video business into the business that you know it can be. To learn more and apply, go to engagevideomarketing.com slash board. Fill out the short form there and if suitable, I'll invite you to jump on a call directly with me to see how the strategy board could be the right fit for your business this year. That link again is engagevideomarketing.com slash board.